0: Here we are after hundreds of bets and dozens, (laughs) dozens of wins. (laughs) We have reached the finish line. Uh, Let's get after it. The 55th big game is this weekend, 55, a game this big deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. To finish off the football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all players a no-brainer of an offer. To celebrate football's finale, DraftKings Sportsbook is doubling your money if a touchdown scored in the big game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code GREENLIGHT to get a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown scored in Sunday's game. That's promo code GREENLIGHT to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday night's season finale, only at DraftKings Sportsbook be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania-only bonus comprise the first deposit bonus and first bet match. Each up to $500 deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Welcome to the Greenlight Gambling Show, sponsored by DraftKings, of course. Joining me, as always, for our final football show of the year is Stanford Steve. How's it going, brother? Excellent, Christopher. How are you doing? Good. You got all your your uh your gear on right now. We're all in. Our chips are in the middle of the table. And, I guess I don't uh, really have to like wait to figure out who you're going to take. <laughs> you, have, you have the full well, cream sickle outfit and it's dope. I love it. All right. What, what? That's not fun to take Mahomes? Who wants no. to take Mahomes? No, right? after after this week it might be the least fun ever. Yeah. To take Mahomes. I mean, if they yeah. win the game, it's we've we've been saying this for a while like Likeability, they're going to definitely have to trade his likability for a decade uh, mm-hmm. if they want to win this championship because yeah. they'll get real old real fast. But I don't know, man. Like, what do you think is the biggest um, piece of news to keep your eye on coming into it? Is it Winfield? Is it is it something else? Um, well, I don't think – like, people are talking now there's going to be
1: a possibility of a thunderstorm – like, I don't think the weather has anything to do with the outcome of this game. I really don't. You know it as well as anybody, there's freaking thousands of footballs on the field. And you know what they have nowadays that they didn't have in back in Super Bowl one and two, or when your dad was playing? They have ball dryers on the sidelines. Like, a wet ball, it's not going to be a factor. I'm right. sorry. I, I don't think it's going to be a factor. Um, I th- <clears throat> I think the health of Winfield and Whitehead, uh, are you know, I, the last I saw was – not not at full speed or not you know fully ready yet. They were limited in practice. So to me, you know, we know you know we talked ad nauseum about you know the first time they they played. I don't take much of that game into account. I don't either. I don't either. I mean, seventeen at... nothing in the blink of an eye. Um, and I'll tell you right now, if that happens again, Buccaneers got no chance. No chance because uh, because that foot's not getting off the gas. So I don't. I, I really think it's what Kansas City does early to to coincide with the injuries at tackle. I know Schwartz has been out for multiple weeks, but you know now the Fisher deal. I mean Barrett and and JPP have been phenomenal, and now Vita Vea is back. Like Bowles is gonna gonna have some things, and that's why I, I sort of uh, been talking to Sweet Chris and other things that I've been doing. But now this is the most important one. We know that is yeah. is the idea of both teams running the football. Yeah. I think. With the Winfield and Whitehead thing, I mean, obviously, they're going to do something different, and I think they have to overcompensate. Tampa does if they don't have either or one of those two guys to protect their guys in the back end. So, what does that do? Light box, that, yeah, light box. Uh, you know how much confidence they have in in Levante and Devin to cover Kelsey. So, I think like that's that's a matchup like you know, keep him in front of you, keep everybody in front of you, you know, ra- do the old rally, run to the ball and, you know, leave the flats open and run that open. So I've been looking at, you know, running back props with, you know, I think Ronald Jones is, is huge on the other side, but with, with Kansas city, you drafted Cly- Clyde Edwards, E in the first round, you paid Patrick Mahomes $500 million, like give, give the biscuit to, to, to yeah. your guys, you know, um, and on the other you know how much can you take away Tyreek Hill and Kelsey I don't know but I think if you play the patience game which I think Bulls might do uh early on to try and say hey you know we'll take dink and dunk all the way down the field does Mahomes have the patience to do that I don't know so it's 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 going I I like Tampa. I just I like.
0: I don't don't think you're pressed in a in a situation where you have to bring like see if you can't get home rushing the passer before you start blitzing the exactly out of this guy. And I am of the belief that keeping things in front of you, especially early, because of what you said, if there's a repeat of seventeen nothing, it's over. I mean, forget it. You you, you're not even going to be in the game like you were the first time. So, you know, if I'm Todd Bowles, I mean, they they only played man. In actuality, nine times that game, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a shock because it felt like a lot more, Um, you know, the other end of it. I'm actually more thinking about how much Spags is going to blitz Tom because he did that a lot. Week 12 on on that while I have you, how much can Spags
1: throw at Tom that he hasn't seen?
0: Well, evidently a lot, because generally Tom doesn't fare as well against Spags. I mean, like that's and, and listen, that's all it's all relative. So him mm-hmm. not picking Spags apart is not faring relatively well. But, you know, famously, the Super Bowl and even some other matchups, he hasn't yep. been his best. So I don't think, uh, you know, Spaggs, you heard him talk this week about trying to keep Tom Brady from reading their mail. Mm-hmm. You know, I can hear him saying that I haven't been coached by him. <laughs> it's a term that just basically means like, let's not let's not um, telegraph anything, yep. you know. And so I think their disguises are going to be really key and, you know, h- how they get into coverage is late. And uh, if you're going to bring pressure on Tom, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves in general, watching quarterbacks and, and defenses is if you're going to blitz a really good quarterback, do not be seven yards deep on the snap. So I think, you know, early on watching Kansas City and how Tom plays with the cadence, how how Tom tries to identify things pre-snap, all the things we worried about first half of the season from a standpoint of he's not getting the motion pre-snap to identify. He's not getting certain things that he's used to. They're doing those things now. So I think that chess match pre-snap, I think it should be much more simple on the other uh, end of the football when Kansas City has the football think you do keep things in front of you. You pick your spots and you get after them up front. If you can't be two backup tackles. Now I said this this week on Jeff Schwartz's pod. It's not necessarily that each, like I'm not assuming these guys are matchups you'd rather have, but generally when you have two guys down from a communication standpoint, not just a skill standpoint from a, you know, from a working together standpoint, you know, sliding the line, making calls, um, That in and of itself is a worry. And on top of that, you've got probably the best duo in the league down the stretch, Uh, pass rushing against two backup tackles in the Super Bowl. If you can't exploit those matchups, and I'm not putting it all on JPP and Shaq because you can do things to mitigate. You can seven-man protect. You can get the ball out quick. You can do all those things. Somebody has to win up front. Whoever gets the one-on-one has to win. So don't walk away from the game and just automatically look at these guys Look at how after the game, when the chips fall, how they block these guys. If they if they had to decide, hey, we're going to let some other dude beat us, you know, the whole Belichick thing, like who are we going yeah. to I'm not going to put it on Shaq and JPP necessarily, but somebody up front needs to win.
1: Um, <clears throat> a couple things. I, I'm really um, interested to see what Tampa does. By that one by three set where Kansas City comes out and they put Kelsey by himself into the boundary and then they dance all those th- other three guys, you know, to the field. Really interested to see what they do with that. Do they do they put somebody else uh, you know, on Kelsey in those circumstances? Because they still go to him. He still runs his arrow from there, you know, he still runs his hitches, all that stuff. Yeah. So that's 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 the big flavor that I wanna I wanna see early on. And and the other reason I like Tampa Bay is I really expect Brady to come out and, and be as sharp as, as we've seen. And when I went back and looked at this, because I was just curious, and I, I know people have done other things in that. Do you know how many first, uh, first quarter touchdown passes Tom Brady's thrown in his career in the Super Bowl?
0: In the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. First quarter touchdown passes. Oh, wait, right, hold on a second. This is going to be, I'm going to go with 13. How
1: many touchdown passes has Tom Brady thrown in the first quarter of a in any uh, in, in a Super Bowl? No wait, two of them he probably didn't throw too many so I'll go down to 8. 0. What? 0 touchdown passes in the first quarter of Super Bowls. You know how many points his team has scored in the first quarter of his super, his 9 Super Bowls? Well, you're right if if you if you I should say how many on.
0: touchdowns how many touchdowns his team has scored in the first quarter of, of Super Bowl? They did start slow against Seattle. They we started slow, so zero against the Falcons. Um you just said it. Zero. Zero, period. Zero. Think about that. Damn.
1: Think about that. And like I'm because the whole time I'm saying like first half under has been crazy, man, lately. It just feels like it's been. You know, just nuts thinking about it. And now we know what he's done in the second halves of Seattle, Atlanta. You know, they fell behind against, you know, you guys in Philly. He had to chuck it more than. But I really expect him to come out and be like that has been a dead set thing where yeah. – he, he, he has not been good. And, and, it, and it, it's a product of people having two weeks to prepare for him. Like, let, let's let's face it. Like, you know, all our analytic people want to talk about data points. There's nine data points right there where he hasn't been well. Now, you know, the first Super Bowl in the Giants, you know, rematch. Like, there's a lot going on there. But when you just step back and think about it, like, holy shit. You're he's right. never they, thrown a never, touchdown pass in the first quarter.
0: The over, you should never guess the over there because – yeah, the Giants, they struggled offensively both games there. They struggled. The only game that they were really in the Super Bowl prolific offensively other than the second half of the Atlanta uh, Super Bowl was the um, – I was just thinking about it, the Panthers game. They scored three. Panthers, yeah. I watched that one again uh, this week. Yeah, you know, But that was scoreless with six minutes left in the second quarter. And it I goes to the, the half 14-10. I was a Panthers fan growing up, so I was felt like we were in it the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, – it, I think it's interesting because this would be the year that you'd look at that and say, as we're about to give out our, our, our bets for uh, total and that sort of thing in the first half, I think you'd look at it this year and say, well, judging by that trend, has it ever been more noticeable that they've struggled out of the gate like all year long? Like the bucks have been slow in the first mm-hmm. quarter, three and outs early. This would be the game that it totally turns around because it yeah. makes too much sense. It makes it, too it, much sense. It, it really does. And then look at on the other side, look at
1: Kansas City. I mean, the whole year we've talked about how they've let teams hang around, you know, been sloppy early on. And, you know, mm-hmm. Patrick goes and pulls a rabbit out of his hat. So to me, if you're looking at over under first half thing, like the first
0: half under like, you I like, can, the I mean, over. Yeah, okay. I like the first I mean, half uh, I like the first half over and I like the under for the game. And right now we have first half under is 27 and a half. Um, and we have the over under at 56. Yep. You know, I could see 21-10 at the half or even, you know, 17-10 at the half and it being right on the nose, but it's hmm. going to be in the in the in the in the region. Um, I think it'll grind to a little bit of a halt out of the half. And, uh, and I like the under. Okay. Um, the rain, the rain, the rain is not what's driving this thing. The rain is, as we've talked about, it's not like, in fact, there's more of a chance of some fluky turnover and, you know, the overhitting. Um, I just, I just feel like this is a game where the, the gravity of it doesn't speed it up. It slows it down a little bit. Um, you know, like, like last year felt there's some big games you get into where the, the pace feels frenzied. Tampa's not going to do that. They're not no. going to let that happen. They're, they're, they're wanting this game to be in control early. Um, they don't want it to be out of control. So they're going to dictate tempo. Um, I, I, like the under for the game. Uh, when I'm looking at players too, I, I've been looking at the
1: running backs. I mentioned Elaire, his combined, uh, Rushing and receiving is like 43 yards. I like that over. I think they're going to feed him. I also saw a prop of uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair rush yards more than the age of the MVP. Oh, wow. Which I thought was real.
0: Like, I like Edwards- I, I wouldn't like the, – the, there's a couple of Chiefs rushing totals. I said this earlier. Like, I'd rather – when I was on with Jimmy, it was like – I would rather take the under on pretty much any rushing total, but if I had to pick one, it would be his, and I'm talking about Chiefs running backs. So, oh wow, okay, yeah, I could I could see him be, I could see him hitting 40, um, but then I could also see Tom Brady winning the MVP. There you go. So that's tough, dude. It's tough. You've it's done your homework right now. No, I, I know he's old. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, that's an interesting prop.
1: Um, I, but going back to that on the other side, I really like Ronald Jones in this game. Love him. I think he's, he's more dynamic. And people forget, like, he won this starting job. He won this job through production on the field. And I love the playoff Lenny thing and all that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's been great. And they fed him. That's because Ronald Jones wasn't available. He's more dynamic. He's he's way more dangerous in you know running the football and catching the football. So I look at Ronald Jones. I mean, I think his rush yards are thirty something. And I mean, in the in the last game, think about this: they were down seventeen nothing. He had nine carries for sixty six yards. Like right. I think he's going to get fed. No, um, he's going to
0: get fed. And I think part of the thought process is if I had to just like guess, if you've got a guy with a quad deep in the playoffs and you don't think it's necessarily like imperative that you get him out there and, and feed him the rock. Cause you saw when he opened up, that's when things bothered him. Like, like with a yeah. quad, when you start. Yep. I guess the states when he broke a couple. Yeah. When he broke that, 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 uh, explosive down the left sideline, it was like, he runs out of bounds. He's like, damn, he gets the full speed. You know, you're knowing you have that two weeks. You're knowing that if you can manage his load, like through a couple weeks, you're going to get the freshest he's probably been since whenever he got hurt. So, yeah. um, cause when was that injury? It was, I think it was right after the Chiefs the chief's game. Right. So he's been battling. That was with, week 12, whether it was week 13, week four, like, I don't yeah. know, but it feels like this is probably yeah, it was right after that. This is the most healthy uh, mm-hmm. you'll get from Ronald Jones. And I think they know that And now it's burn the ships time. So if yeah. you really think that he's the guy that can rack you up some yardage, um, you feed him the rock and, you know, he, being dinged up, the
1: last two games, their two biggest games of the year, he's still accounted for 22 rushes. You yeah. know, like they still have found a way to get him the ball. And I love just because you have so many opportunities with Tom and how good he is in the dink and dunk game. His over – you know, the, it's basically will Ronald Jones catch a pass and it's, you know, it, it's a problem. His over-under on catches is a half.
0: Yeah, I'll so take that. I'll, I mean, ta- I'll, take, I'll take, take that. I mean, I think there's a little juice on it, but I would take that. Yeah, I would take that one too. And I also like Tom's over 295 yards or whatever it was earlier in the week. I got to look again, but um, it's right below 300 yards, and I think he's going to hit that. Even that's going to be point. over. Th- that's going to be like 301 and a half by kickoff. And, and here's the deal. I mean, like, listen, we're saying that the, the rain is not going to affect things, but if it affected one team more than the other, it might affect the Chiefs more than 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 the Bucks, in my opinion.
1: No doubt, Chris. I went back. I watched last night or the night before. You know, I the AFC title game when they played in Kansas City two years ago. Yeah. I mean, I know this is two years later, but it was so freaking cold. He has, I think, he had five third and ten, I'm taking the I'm taking the D Ford lining up offsides out of it between that drive and the overtime drive. There was five third and tens. Yeah. Every you know, like clock, third and tens, he Souls got him open
0: off. in the middle of the field. Some it's like somehow, like I remember that sequence. Unbelievable how ways. precise he
1: was. Unbelievable. So, I expect yeah. him to be razor sharp. And I'm, yeah. um,
0: if I'm going down, I'm going down with Brady trying to win another one. I'll take Buck's money line, and I'll probably take Buck's money line. I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll probably bet him. I have him at plus four. I'll probably bet him, you know golly uh they're at 145 here i like that just about as much i might as well just just push all the chips as you said to the front of the table one
1: one thing i've heard people talk about and i this is where it gets way too crazy and thinking stuff and it i will admit it gets too complicated for me because i suck at math is people are saying if tampa wins brady's going to be the mvp Right. And he's plus, I think, 205, 215, over 200. Yeah. People are just saying, just take that. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I I don't know. Like, I thought
0: Damian Williams should have been the MVP last year. He didn't win. Right. But that just proves the point that people are trying to make, which is that chances are Ty goes to Tom Brady. Really Um, hard. Really hard. I don't see somebody else. If it's a receiver that has a, a huge day, I see it as a Tom thing. No if, it's, if it's a back that has a big day, you'd have to have, like, an astronomically big day, right? The last um, running back to win MVP was Terrell Davis in 98. Yeah, dude. So that, <laughs> that's the deal is, like, you know, okay, for a defensive player, for the Bucs to win it, and I and I said on the pod today with Megan, I was like, Dark Horse would obviously be Shaq Barrett. And, mm-hmm. you know, I could see him having a three-sack kind of Von Miller-type day. But most ways this game plays out, it's it's just – like process of elimination, I think it goes Brady. So to your point, yeah, I love that. Um, and if you're looking at um, any other – of- I have a prop bet that they should put okay, up. Okay. Yeah.
1: More bets placed for Chris Long
0: before the game kicks off or during the game? Oh, man. I don't know, <laughs> man. I, <laughs> this DraftKings <laughs> stuff's pretty exciting. It's in Virginia now. So, exactly. There's a lot yeah. of factors There's that you've never had for a Super Bowl now. A lot of different bets out there, <laughs> man. So, I just hope people look at all the great props that because I was just like fumbling through them this week. Like the yeah. store. The weekend didn't text me back. Yeah. He was supposed to hit me with what his first yeah, song was going to be. songs. Eight songs yeah. less. I think he's actually got less songs than eight. And I'm taking the under on the national anthem. You did your research on that. I did you know um jasmine sullivan she mm-hmm. once uh sung the national anthem sang it in um in uh, at one of those outdoor hockey events and huh? it went for i think 136 in 2016. wow no country singer except luke bryan ever went over um and he went over in a super bowl that i totally forgot about it was our super bowl i didn't even remember when he sang the national anthem so that goes to tell you where your head's at during the national anthem I think because it's a duet, it'll go longer. The last duet was, like, way over. I've done my research. I really like the under. How long does it feel when you're standing there on the sidelines? I couldn't tell you because I don't remember. Wow. It's just, it's such a blur, dude. It is, it is, your day is camera flashes. Mm. You know, I don't remember Brandon Graham's play in in detail you know I I don't remember there's just moments man it's it's really the fastest you wait your entire life to play in a situation like this and it is fucking over it's uh
1: it's uh uh, we had Jeff Saturday on uh Van Pelt's podcast this week and we did story time with him and it's it's incredible man like how anal Peyton Manning was because there was a threat of rain and what he had to do while they were practicing in Indianapolis. And I'm just going to tell you, it dealt with wet balls outside in Indianapolis in February. Yeah. Jeff, let's just say they had to bring a change of clothes out for Jeff because it got a little (laughs) too cold in parts that it shouldn't for a man. (laughs) It's awesome. He was, he was incredible. Um, but that's what he talked about. Like the, the idea and, and, you know, he talked about, he, he got an IV at halftime because of, you can't, you can't come down from, you know, the anthem,
0: the flyby, the flashes, and then
1: Devin Hester running the kickoff back and you're down
0: seven. And that's the only kickoff that I saw one guy made a bet this year. Uh, some insane bet, uh, that, the first kickoff won't be run back for a touchdown. I think he's risking like tens of thousands of dollars. Um, But that's 200. the only time it's ever happened. So, uh yeah, I mean, like the whole thing is just that New England Super Bowl, uh, like the whole team was sick. Everybody yeah. was already run down. Uh No, Philly, New England, up in Minneapolis. Yeah. So damn cold. All the germs were just getting passed back and forth between the Mall of America. And dudes were run down legit before the game. So all the adrenaline plus that a lot of times, like you just don't know what guys are battling through. And it is, it is the most, it's the most, it's like a tornado in your brain is the way I can put it. It's like the varsity blues montage with ACDC lived out in real life. That's what, how I remember it. That's nuts, man. That's You wait your whole life to do it. And it's, well, it's like being on speed. I would imagine. So, um, yeah, well, you don't have to be on speed at home. You just have to get your bets in, and uh, correct. And 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 I I don't mind this this uh, I, I don't mind this side of the TV. So, uh, <laughs> Heisman futures. Let's oh, hard we're right really down. looking in the head. Hard right turn into Heisman futures. Okay, finally I figured we'd uh, end this this rough year talking about something positive. The hope for a regular college football season in 2021. That would be nice. Heisman mm-hmm. Futures are out. Uh, tell me what you know about the four favorites. Can I guess them? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh,
1: Rattler from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce Young, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And Uwe hmm You got it. All right. So can you guess
0: the, 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 the odds? Can,
1: Rattler's got to be five to one. He's three and a half to one. Oh, God. Don't even play that.
0: Yeah. Clemson, uh, Ui angalele, which I'm working on by next year. I'll be good. Yep. Um, He's plus 400. Bryce Young is plus 450. And my man Sam Howell is plus 1,000. I've been talking about Sam Howell. I love Sam Howell, man. I love Sam Howell. I might well, go ahead and I, as much as it pains me, I'm gonna have to root against him, you know, next year during mm-hmm. uh one, one weekend, you know, for the year. But I, I I like that at plus a thousand, Sam Howell. Wow, I like the Rattler kid though. Don't let that fucking Rattler kid get good at like like re- like really good like a yeah. But that price isn't even worth it. No, but I'm saying like lifetime for him to be. Can you imagine going to the Hall of Fame as a quarterback with the name Rattler? You're a movie guy. It's so cool. (laughs) It's amazing. That's what you cast, you know, the quarterback in program part de to be named. All right. I like that name, but sorry. Those odds are not real friendly, as as Steve said. Sam I am, baby. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, man, this has been a pleasure having Stanford Steve on every Friday. And uh, the gambling will continue. We just just, – we're going to take a little break from football here. Uh, And we need it. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah we do. Yeah we do. So uh catch Steve again on uh, on Greenlight at some point here and um thanks my brother. It's been fun. Absolutely. Thank you uh, my man. Good luck to everybody Sunday. We really mean that.